but just the reality of oikos and how we're called to reach our own and what you already mentioned earlier about sometimes that is not extensive enough to get beyond like a week of gospel <laughs> gospel conversation so how do you how have you personally and how have you trained to like kind of hold those together like we never forget right, those yeah. gods put around us but we also got the harvest okay so oikos is is a massive tension okay so you, you you when you initially and i'll try to be brief when you initially train on oikos you could feel the tension in the room you're like <laughs> I ain't going to these people, these people, I mean, when they put those first five, six names or whatever, and they're like, I, you know, my uncle, if you, if you only knew. <laughs> and I, and so I recognize that those first five, you know, when you begin to think of your oikos, these are the last people you want to go to because there's the most amount of death. They know you, they know how much of a jerk you are. They know you drive into your driveway and never say hi. Um, it's your aunt who, uh, you know, and so what I, what I basically say about Oikos is, is that, um, is that's the most difficult place to start. Okay. But what I suggest in many of these cases, Oikos is where they know you're, you're praying for them, that you've reached out to them. Um, many, what we found in many of the Oikos examples is they know you're, you're a churched person. And when you make an attempt to have a spiritual conversation when they stiff arm you. Mm -hmm. and, and so what do you do with that situation? And basically what I found with Oikos is, is one of two things is going to happen with Oikos. You're either going to pray these people into the kingdom, meaning mm -hmm. it, you're, this is a long, Oikos is a long-term deal. And two, when their life implodes, and it will eventually somewhere, if they're truly, and God begins to work, they're going to probably, uh, hopefully turn to you. Mm -hmm. And that's when you jump in. So Oikos is very difficult when you're dealing with existing Christians who've been Christians for years and have neglected their Oikos. It's a very difficult place to start. Now, if you're dealing with someone that just came to Christ, very easy, yeah. very easy. And so, um, so you have Oikos there. But what I tell them is, to the point I made earlier, there's not enough opportunities in your oikos to get proficient and competent. Mm. I, I mean, really, if, I mean, if you really were like just going after it, there's maybe one a week if you're just really aggressive. Mm -hmm. And that's where the harvest comes in, where you learn the competency and confidence. So when you do get into an oikos conversation, you know where you're going. And so what I tell people is the harvest makes you really, really good at these oikos conversations. Mm. Does that make sense? That's perfect, man. I think that's a great, great. And I love actually the specific distinction I think is really important for those of us that train is the distinction between a new believer and an existing believer. Um, yes. That's huge to acknowledge yeah. that. We need to acknowledge that difference and not treat everyone we train like they're all their oikos is just ready to see why they changed because they probably are. My experience is they've already had the conversations with them and they're like, okay, what do I do next? So I think that's just a great, yeah. great distinction to make. Yeah. So most of my, my training of Oikos is people have been Christians for uh, quite some time and that it's not, a, it's, it's, it's not an apple to apple comparison with someone who just came to Christ. Let me give you just a real example. So I have an Oikos. We've been praying for three years. We've attempted everything and they've stiffed on I me mean, mildly said, not interested. Well, just their marriage imploded this past week. And guess who they called? Mm. They called us and said, listen, they go, we know that you're praying for us. And they invited us into their lives on a very intimate level. And that's an Oikos example. We were just waiting for something to implode. Yeah. And when it does, you're going to be there.
Yep. And you're going to be able to speak Christ into that situation. So a lot of oikos, the existing oikos, that's the reality. There's so many stories I want to tell about oikos. I can't yeah. begin to tell you, but. And I would say, and if you have flexed your muscles enough to know what to do, like, right. Like if you exactly. haven't, if you haven't hit the harvest to get proficient at how to have a spiritual conversation, you're going to be like, Oh, Oh, I should have well, paid attention to that training. <laughs> so, so yeah, exactly. I'm not flat footed. Yeah. When I get, well, so when I come to them, I'm like, oh, what do I do? Doing it over here with all these other strangers for the last five years. And so I'm not coming into this like, like a, a, a blind side. Real briefly, I go over there, I start talking to him. And this is just to be real. I'll be very candid with you right here. So he's opening up to me. We've never, we've had a, no conversation up to this point for three years. We just what what? But now he's telling me everything. And at that moment, you know what I told him? I said, I said, do you know what I do for a living? He goes, I have no idea what you do. I said, I run around this town training people to share the gospel, knock on doors to start, find out where God's at work and start groups. He goes, really? That's what you do? I said, I need to apologize. I never knocked on your door. And he starts to weep. And I said, I've never asked you how, now my wife has asked you how to pray. Or my wife's connected with your wife. I go, I've never asked you how I can pray for you. And he starts to just bawl. And you know what I did at that moment? I did the 15 second testimony. I said, Christ came into my life, changed me. And now my marriage is totally different. I said, has anything like that happened to you? And he goes, no, mm. I was ready. Right. And yeah. that's because of four years of, and it, it made, it was just, it, it's not, I know this sounds like a Scooby-Doo ending. Right. <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, man, Yep. This oh, stuff, right. if you hang on to it long enough, it's going to come around. You just have to be faithful with it. And so, uh, so Oikos is a very a sensitive place and it's a very hard place, but we have to navigate it uh, with existing Christians and new Christians a little bit differently. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, man, this is great. I think just some good challenges and good to hear how, what you guys are learning Man, let's do a shameless plug. If people are looking for training, uh, E3 is rolling out this made to multiply thing. That'd be one way. But would you just like, what would you encourage a, a pastor or a church leader is like, I just need to take some next steps. Just anything. Help me, help me to know what to do next. This is what I do with them all. I go, hey, uh, I, I, I literally, when a pastor says, I, I'm interested in this, I, I talk to him on the phone and then I lay out this pre-rollout. I go, you got four or five guys mm -hmm. and you being one of them. I literally go, let's just kick the tires on this, call it a core group, call it a pilot group, whatever you, and it, by the way, when you do it this way is the beauty of it is you're not getting the whole, I mean, you're just test driving this thing. You're not, it's not a big splash. You're, you're finding four or five, eight people go, Hey, do you mind walking through this thing to check it out and see if this is worth doing? Yep. And so what happens is, is it's so it's easy to find this core group because you're kind of in, uh, uh, empowering them by going, Hey, can you check this out for me? Yeah. And so, by the way, at the end of that seven weeks, you know what you do on the eighth week, don't you? The gospel conversation training. That's the beauty of this thing. And so you can get to the end of seven weeks and go, you know what? We're not interested. I haven't had that happen yet. Hmm. In fact, the total opposite. So I said, hey, what do you have to lose? That's Five, good. six people are test driving it. You're not exposing your church to anything major at this point. You're just getting some really sharp people to, to be able to vet this. And if they at the end of it go, hey, this isn't legit or they're like, this is right. Amen. So what and and you can contact me. I've got I got several team members that can can lead people through this process. That's great. Yeah, I'll I'll drop some links for people to take next steps there. But 
man, we're just excited for the the priesthood of believers and churches across America to pick up pick up the seed and start sowing it faithfully. That's awesome. I'll end with one story. There was a guy that uh, we trained early on, checked out, came back in, and now he's back in full throttle. He went out in the harvest a month ago, knocked on the door of this guy. This guy is a is a YouTuber, big time YouTuber. I've never, I don't know who this guy. He's got two million followers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, anyway, he does pranks and stuff. I guess you know on elevators. That's a big thing. On I don't. Anyway, well, he we knocked on his door, um, and he gets saved. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and so he's starting to clean up his YouTube page, and he gets this thing, and he starts knocking on doors. I mean, within a month, he's just like, I got it. I'm yeah. doing it. He, there, he's just catalytic. So this past weekend, uh, we trained him twice. He finally got the door interaction stuff and what to do next. Knocks on 30 doors in his neighborhood. He goes, this is, it's just a rapid obedience. Right. Connects with 18 people. What? <laughs> like, this never, I've never connected with that many people. I mean, it's usually one or two. He, he gets uh, uh, six to seven of them go, yeah, let's meet. Where can we start? Meeting? And I'm like, so this started with a guy who we've initially trained years ago in this, checked out, then checks back in mm-hmm. and starts going out. He knocks on this guy's door. He begins to train him. And so that's that's the life cycle of this thing, man. Mm. You just, st- just stick to it. Mm-hmm. And God will honor this long-term if you just hold on mm-hmm. and don't quit. And not listen to all the voices that said this is just stick to these fundamental practices and abiding in Christ and there will be fruit. It just won't be in your timetable.